Dogs As They Are is the first ebook from Canine Nation. It is a look at our dog's biology, ethology, and the ways our dogs try to fit into our very human world. It's available at most online booksellers, and there is more information on how you can get it at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Monday, September 17th. 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. Dogs and Free Lunches. Control, Contingencies, and Communication. There is no such thing as a free lunch, or so the saying goes. The origins of the phrase go back to the 19th century when American saloon owners would offer a free lunch to customers who purchased drinks. I guess those lunches weren't exactly free if you had to do something for them, even if it was just paying for drinks to go along with them. But is it possible that some dogs get a free lunch? Is there really a something-for-nothing deal out there for dogs? When we were making our change over to positive science-based training, we were directed to a program called Nothing in Life is Free. We found it on the Internet. It's a remarkably simple concept, with simple mechanics for implementing the protocol with your dog. If your dog wants something, for example food, play, or affection, they have to do something that you ask of them first, like sit or lie down. On the face of it, the program looks like an excellent method for teaching dog owners about the value of being consistent in their criteria and to provide clear contingencies for their dog's behavior. As an advocate of behavioral science, I'm all for anything that teaches dog owners to communicate clearly with their dogs. There is probably no more direct way to show your dog what you want than by using cause and effect in your training. It's what B.F. Skinner meant when he said, Consequence dictates behavior. If my dog sits, she will get a treat. If she sits nicely next to me, she will get affection. If my dog jumps up on me when I come home... I will ignore her until she stops. Dogs very quickly learn to do what works. 
the nothing in life is free approach seems ideal to help owners understand this concept. The sum total of that original article that describes the Nothing in Life is Free program is all of about 1,700 words, about the length of this article. Although it's based on sound behavioral science, the program is more of a recipe for changing behavior than an actual explanation of how dogs can learn through operant conditioning. At its core, the author of this web page presents her program as one that will allow you to regain control of your dog to make sure that your dog is not calling the shots in your home. When we first read through Nothing in Life is Free and started using it with our dog, we looked very carefully at our relationship with him to see where he was making demands of us and how we could take back control by requiring him to do something for us before giving him what he wanted. That could have been a recipe for disaster if we had not done a bit more reading and learned a little more about behavioral science as we went along. While the Nothing in Life is Free program gave us a good start to understanding the value of clear consequences in training our dog, it could easily have become more about keeping our dog in his place and not really about forming a good partnership. Nothing in Life is Free suggests that your dog may be pestering you for attention and that if you give him that attention without requiring anything in return, you could be losing your leadership position. If your dog can get affection or attention for free, there's no reason for him to cooperate when you ask him to sit or down, for instance. For me, this is where the Nothing in Life is Free program comes off the rails a bit. A while back, I wrote three articles for Life as a Human on why your dog isn't responding to your cues. In those articles, I cite only three reasons. He didn't get the cue, he doesn't understand the cue, or he has no motivation to respond to your cue even though he heard it and knows what to do. It's that third reason that seems to cause the most trouble. What is it that you ask of your dog, and what does he get in return? Is it worth it, from his decidedly doggy point of view, to cooperate? We humans like to believe that a pat on the head or some affection is a very valuable reward, but the proof is in the behavior. If your dog isn't jumping right up to respond to your cue, chances are they don't find affection all that valuable. And that shouldn't be surprising because food is much more critical to survival than a pat on the head. So really, nothing in life is free should be about showing your dog that all of the things he values most in life are available from you if only he cooperates a little. And it's that balance between providing something of value for your dog and asking him to do something that makes the program work. Nothing in life is free shouldn't really be about seeing who is in control at all. Clearly, as humans, with all of the resources and the opposable thumbs, we have as much or as little control as we choose to exercise. Kathy Sedeo is a full-time animal trainer and an Associate Certified Applied Animal Behaviorist. She has provided seminars and lectures around the world for dog trainers. Her recently released book, Plenty in Life is Free, takes a critical look at programs like the Nothing in Life is Free program and how we form our relationships with our dogs. In her book, Sedeo points out that one of the significant weaknesses of the Nothing in Life is Free program is that it is focused more on control than communication. 
The goals of the Nothing in Life is Free program appear to be to place the owner in control of when and where their dogs get to do any kind of behavior. This differs significantly from communication. Sideo quite rightly points out that although the humans in the relationship may have preferences for when and how their dog behaves, the dogs also have physical, emotional, and psychological needs that need to be addressed in a healthy relationship. If the Nothing in Life is Free program is just about letting the humans control the dog in any way they see fit, without regard to the dog's needs, doesn't this then become a well-intentioned form of abuse? If the dog is denied their opportunity to engage in behaviors that they find satisfying, then this is a one-sided game of control, and it can frustrate the dog enough for them to act out. And that is not going to end well for the dog. I agree with Kathy Sedeo. Plenty in life should be free, or at least at very low cost for our dogs. Doing something nice for your dog every once in a while is not going to turn them into a power-mad, status-seeking hound from hell. However, not providing some structure to the contingencies and consequences for our dog's behavior just might. So the nothing-in-life-is-free idea is a useful one, but it also has its drawbacks. And just like most things I've found in life, the shortcuts are usually not as effective as doing the whole job. Operant conditioning is not a difficult or complex model for behavior modification. It is taught in most first-year college psychology programs and even in some high schools. It can provide more context and structure than the simple 1,700-word-or-so descriptions of the Nothing in Life is Free program. Working with your dog daily and asking for behavior and then providing something the dog values in return is a great way to establish trust and a great working relationship. But taken to extremes, it becomes a restricted regimen designed to control and not to educate. A dog will easily figure that out and quickly become frustrated. Like any prescriptive approach to behavior modification, I think we have to use our best judgment. There is plenty of information out there in books and online to go beyond the simplistic, one-size-fits-all approach of programs like Nothing in Life is Free. If we are to do our best job with our dogs, we shouldn't be looking for shortcuts. We should be looking for answers. Behavioral science and force-free trainers are providing those answers and giving us plenty of background and context to tailor solutions to our own homes and our own dogs. Nothing in life is free, and that includes quick solutions to our problems with our dogs. Don't let promises of quick fixes and simple procedures persuade you that you can get your problems solved fast. If we focus on communication and information, we create a solid foundation for a good relationship with our dogs. That's when we find, as Kathy Sedeo suggests, that plenty of great things in life are free for both us and our dogs. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. The new Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine. 
Each essay now includes author's notes, and the book includes all new introduction and epilogue essays. You can get Dogs As They Are from the new Canine Nation store. Just go to caninenation.ca forward slash store. We offer Kindle, EPUB, and PDF versions. Or you can click on the store from the menu at the top of the Canine Nation website. Dogs As They Are is also available from most online booksellers, such as Amazon, Kobo.com, and Booktango.com. And it will be coming to other online booksellers, like the Apple iTunes Store, very soon. Just search for Dogs As They Are. It's a great read and only $2.99. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.